Episode number 196 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tommy, you're sitting there with your London top on, uh, very apt, uh, based on our conversation with our guest today. It's... uh, but before we even get into that, uh, Tommy, how are you? How's things going? This, you've got your beard back again. I am. I'm very well. Well, it's uh, why have I got the beard back? So, yeah, I shaved actually when I shaved Friday and then I biked to work today, which meant I didn't. Uh, I didn't. So I'm looking a wee bit, uh, a wee bit straggly. But do you know what? I'm feeling good because I was I've had two weeks pretty much off running uh i'll come I've, i mean i've done basically done two park runs and a run that's it uh so that was cool oh, the two park runs you you we kept that yeah quiet, one of which eh? with one with a double buggy actually oh. so uh, we can maybe come to that <laughs> later on but um anyway so i feel good i feel refreshed feeling a bit leggy but better and i've biked to work today and any listeners who listened to TRS back when I was living in Paris will know the 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 sort of love for bike commuting that I discovered over there and i haven't been doing it with marathon training so it was that was great. Like I had that old feeling, you know, it's like, I'm like, oh, I'm going home soon. I'm getting to jump straight on the bike. It's like an exciting reason <laughs> to go, even more exciting than usual to go home. So, so a long winded oh, way of boy. saying I'm very well. And I'm sat now with beer of the night for me is a uh, Hollywood, uh, sorry, Hollywood, um, a Stuart Brewing Edinburgh Gold. Oh, very so that's good. Going very down good. A, that's going down a, a treat for a Monday, bank holiday Monday night. I like it. Well, I'll cheers to that. I'm, I'm drinking a windswept Aurora. Uh, up in nice. up in the sticks of of the Murray Coast, um, so it's nice. a, a yeah a lovely well a drinkable beer. Uh, it just goes down the gallet, so smooth. I'm loving the the fruity taste of it. That's my lovely. beer connoisseur coming out for you. <laughs> folks. Uh, well, before before we dive into how you are, because actually how Kyle is is going to feature a lot. We've got lots of interesting things to hear about him. We're just oh, going to a very a, a very uh, brief note that we were very saddened. Over the weekend to hear the the news that Joyce Hogg had, had passed, who was a you know not only a a, a well-renowned, well-respected, legendary sort of coaching figure in and just general athletics figure in the northeast of Scotland with Aberdeen AAC, but more broadly in in Scotland. Um, I've got to say, you know, Kyle has known Joyce for years. I've always felt as someone who's a Metro Aberdeen runner, it was always hugely appreciated that she would reach out and uh, at the start of the race ask how you're getting on bizarrely know what you're doing cheer at races yeah. um and yeah we're very very sad and sending our best uh sending our thoughts with with ken and uh and her family and and the club at the moment yeah absolutely i mean i, I just uh sort of my account of of joyce and and obviously, you know, they come as a package deal, which uh, you you would never see one without the other when you you go to either a training session or a race. Like it's mm-hmm. uh, they they wore the same jackets. So like my mine's been been inspired. I've Debbie and I have got got jackets like which are ones we wear at races, and uh, and we always think this is what Ken and Joyce do. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but like my first experience with Ken and Joyce was when I was like twelve. Um, and they used to we used to, they used to organise like north sessions, um, so that this talking like twenty odd years ago, and, and you know I wasn't a member of of Aberdeen, but ever since I've known Ken and Joyce, uh, they've been so motivating, uh, and you know the the role models, like the role models, they they've been a role model to me, like you say, you they the role model to many many other athletes, not just. Of, of their own club um just to to to, to the wider scottish running community and 
you know, they've hosted some fantastic and coached some fantastic names. Uh, mm-hmm. Rona Auckland, um, Lauren Mahady, who was the World Masters champion, uh, you know, recently Michael Ferguson. And, and, and you know, I've, I've, I've heard some of the stories from, from some of these athletes, like they've been inspired um to to take up coaching because of because of their you know roles and you know we're talking as to ken and joyce but you know particularly joyce and but they do come as a package deal and so you know they the joyce had that such a an influential um part to play in the sport and and she'll continue that legacy so yeah i was deeply sad to hear about it and you know it's uh as echo the the comments of tom i wish Ken and and, uh, and their immediate family and friends and the athletes that they coach, they well you know well wishes as well. So, um, yeah, so yeah, mm-hmm. sad, but I'll I'll have a I'll, I'll drink to 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 Joyce and all the things that she did and yeah. Um, so so yeah. I have no idea, and I actually because Joyce is a was a real uh, athletics expert. I'm sure she didn't listen to the tripe that is TRS. But in any case, in any case, this episode is 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 for Joyce. Uh, and you know, I'm sure she would be delighted that the, one of the first thing we're going to do is speak with a Scottish champion. So London is straight off the is right off the cooker. It's where we're the, the one thing we're going to talk about anyway. But actually, the the great news is we've got Sarah Green who's joining on who's joining us now. So we'll bring Sarah in. So Sarah. Green Gala Harriers, who from fresh off the London Marathon is our Scottish senior women marathon champion. So let's bring Sarah in and, and hear all about it from her. Hello, Hello Sarah, how you doing? Hi, I'm good, thank you. Good stuff. You, you're becoming a regular on, uh, you know, interviews and stuff now. You've, uh, I think you're on the the Scottish Athletics YouTube channel, being interviewed by Sue, and now, uh, now you've you've reached the the depths of uh, of Tartan Running Shorts podcast. Uh, this is the pinnacle, you, though. This is this is the peak of the week. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only the start of it. Eh? It can only know, go, well, go downhill yeah. from here. Eh? <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, uh, well, well, firstly, well, first congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, how how are your legs feeling? Better than they were this time last week, certainly. I can right, do good, good. forward now. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, last week was pretty brutal. I'm not going to lie. Um, this yeah. week, this week, much better. Yeah, much you, better. Uh, legs aside, are you are you off? What I might you must be on a cloud last weekend. I mean the that's the run. It's I mean before we even come to the fact that you're Scottish champion. The run itself, I, I, I was aware of the time, I have to admit, it was only this afternoon I've dived and looked at your splits. Wow, very nice. Yeah, um, to, if I'm being totally honest, last week was so brutal. And I've, I don't know what other people are like after a marathon, but I had this kind of three-day hangover going on. where I, <laughs> I woke up every day feeling like I was dying without, you know, all the fun stuff that happened before it. Um, so it wasn't really until Friday that I actually started to kind of think you know what did you just do on Sunday um so last week I wasn't really riding high until the end of the week but certainly Friday onwards it started to sink in actually what I've done and and you know the time and the championship and all that kind of stuff actually started to sink in but before that I was a little bit of a a struggle to be honest maybe just to set the scene for the listeners so 
and correct me if I'm wrong, but mine is so two forty four for the for for uh not only the Scottish Championship but a big PB. And I yeah. think your PB before that was three oh I've got it written down here three oh four. Yeah, twenty nineteen. So that's not I mean, okay, three year, four years ago, but still that's a big big jump. So twenty where were you twenty this? minutes? Probably yeah, more. exactly. I mean, where were you your head beforehand? Was that what was the I mean running an even split, I imagine that's maybe there, but what was the goal going in? So definitely the goal going in was just looking at the time. Um, I obviously was aware I was competing in the marathon championships, but that wasn't, that was kind of an aside really. Um, It was, it was the time and we had, I mean, I I said in 2019, I'm never doing another marathon again. Nice, Steve Redgrave, I like it. (laughs) I hated training, I hated the run, I just, it wasn't, I was like, marathon's not for me at all. And I actually, I look back at my training diary and I think I wrote in March 2019, if you ever feel like doing another marathon again, read this, because you would quite happily never run again, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, so I think this time I just had a different frame of mind towards it. I was much more positive, much, uh, enjoyed my training much more. And so it was pretty much looking at the times and originally we had looked at sort of a two, 250 was my target 251 was my target time then 250 and then just as the seasons kind of progressed this part of the season with um the tom scott and things like that and my times there we then kind of thought yeah. well, maybe we're looking a little bit a little bit quicker than that so to be honest we didn't really settle on a time um, my coach uh, neil renton and i we didn't really settle on a time until the thursday before the race um wow where we just kind of went right what are we doing what are the what's the splits we're going out for and uh and, and really came up with a race plan on the thursday so going in it was 2:45, sort of 2 nice. i think was the the time and i was aiming at sort of 355 per kilometer was what i had written on my hand from a okay. different i think when i looked back at my splits it was i averaged 254 so that was that was all right that was rounding about and i look i've got your splits here in front of me the london ones i mean metronomic i mean you've got your your 350 out of the first 5k which we all know is a bit quick at london 356 356 359 halfway in 122 35 which means you close the second half about 122 6 so yeah. a negative split oh, lovely yeah. yes uh-huh. it was That's... one of the, i mean well you guys know what it's like very rarely in a race do you go in and the race goes to plan never mind yeah. enough. um but it, yeah it just kind of did it it was it was one of these crazy can I I'm actually doing this moments um and, yeah. and a really nice feeling at the end to know that you've actually gone in and achieved because in a marathon even up to sort of the very end anything can go wrong so it doesn't matter if you're hitting all your times until you cross that finish line nothing's a given so yeah and did you have any awareness of other Scottish athletes other female Scottish athletes in the field no none no. at all um I mean a, another sort of thing uh, I, I didn't tell anybody I was doing it Mm. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. So I obviously, um, Neil and I had the chat in December, and it was kind of, I'll need to run it past my mum and my husband because they're going to help me. <laughs> here, so like, where's, where's, where's my wife gone? Um, so, so I had, <laughs> on the TV. I had to speak to, um, I had to speak to them, just kind of say, so they were both very much like, yep, yeah, go for it. Um, and they've been amazing at helping support, sort of look after Fletcher and, and deal with that side of things. Um, and then from, but I said to Neil, I said, if we're going to do this, I just want to do it without anybody knowing, because I think part of the reason that I didn't enjoy the experience last time was the pressure um, of people mm. knowing doing it and um, sort of asking, oh, how's your training going? And then maybe yeah. looking at what you're doing and things. And mm-hmm. it was my mum, my husband and Neil and I were the four people wow. that knew pretty much up until Scottish Athletics 
popped a wee article on the Scottish Marathon Championships, um, at which point yeah. Neil got a message which may have contained a few expletives saying, have you seen? Uh-huh. Um, so I wasn't really on my radar and I knew obviously Ailish wasn't, wasn't running and I knew Steph wasn't running, but really didn't have and I you know I'm not well known for my marathon running either so the fact that I was actually mentioned in the article I was like you know um so no I wasn't aware of of any other other Scottish females sort of who were who were going to be taking part I uh, met one of uh, the Scottish Masters girls in the at the start Jill Blee from Garscoop and we had a good chat so I knew she was she was running but no didn't didn't know anybody and I didn't actually know I'd won the championship until I got to King's Cross Station and spoke to Neil on the phone, and he says, "Well, I think you've won the the championship." And I was like, "Oh, oh okay. yes." <laughs> so that was that was quite a while before I realised that 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 was ha- that happened. So yeah, that's amazing. Well, I, I, for for my perspective, and the, you know, the listeners' perspective, I, I I want to kind of rewind back a little bit, and then we'll we'll kind of go forward a wee bit. Um, I mean, Sarah, you've you've been running for a good few years, and but yeah. generally speaking, it's it's only been like the you know, the last kind of couple of years have really improved significantly. And, and you know, and even to the point of you coming forth for the National Cross Country Championships uh, is is a fantastic result. And, you know, and I think what makes it even more fantastic is the fact that you're, you know, a Masters 40. I hope you don't mind me saying, oh. um, which it's, uh, it's, it's, an, it's amazing for, for Masters running. And, and, you know, you're definitely at the forefront of that. But, you know, going back, to when you started running have you been you know have you been running all your life or did you take it up no, like, recently or not recently I, I, but I started um well I, I was a hockey player that's that's what I did I, I was very much yeah. team sports and then after I had my little boy um it was just it wasn't as practical to be getting to all the, the matches and things like that so I kind of stopped stopped playing hockey and just did a bit of running for fitness and then joined Gal Harriers uh, when I was 34 yeah uh, okay Went along once a week just for a bit of fitness. Got kind of roped <laughs> in a little bit of cross country. Not, uh, not wholly willingly. Again, my husband and uh, the lady captain kind of got me onto the sal registration. Got me a pair of trail shoes. Yeah. That out and nice. kind of just started from there really. And I, what if somebody said to me in the club, uh, one of one of the good uh, my good friends, Graham said, "Oh, you know, you could be good at this if you actually put your mind to it." Because I was just playing at it. I was going once a week and maybe doing the odd cross country race. And I said, "Oh, yeah." getting into that and then yeah. coming it was when I was 35 and the, I, there was a chance of running for the Scottish Masters and uh, they're like oh you should go and you know you should go and see how you get on and I said I'll go and I'll go and see how I get on and then got picked for the team uh, for the Scottish team having been running just for a year really wow. and um, it kind of just took off from there and I think sort of the progress over the last couple of years has really come from Neil and I working out what works for me because obviously I've only really been running seriously for about five or six years and then obviously you had COVID yeah. available mm. um, so yeah the, the progress certainly has been sort of us looking at what's what's working and the, the sort of training side of things and um yeah marathon running as, as I say wasn't kind of on the agenda up until December it's you know I love doing the cross-country stuff and then um, being part of the Masters scene you know you're saying about uh, being a master but I, I love the community is amazing and so supportive and actually this year in particular it's it's you know the, the Galahariers club have been really supportive and it's obviously been the masters community have been really supportive yeah. always of checking in with you you know seeing what run you've done and actually what yeah. was lovely was at um, the nationals 
a lot of the girls are saying, oh, we could hear your name on the commentary. We were so pleased for you. Oh, you know, no. <laughs> yes. and, and, and commentary. I was just too busy getting on with what I was supposed to be doing. But um, yeah, to be to be fourth there and to be the highest ranked Masters athlete in the history of the championship is pretty wow. cool. Oh, and, wow. You know, it's That's things amazing. like that, you know, actually, and one of the other... Um, at the East League, I'm one of the, I'm the first uh, Masters athlete to win an East League race as well, which is pretty wow. cool. And yeah. East League is yeah. East League is so competitive. That's that's yeah. so impressive. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's yeah. these these little facts as well that I'm as proud of as being the Scottish Marathon Championship because I think yeah. I spoke with my friends. I'm flying the flag for old lady racing, but <laughs> you know, in, in all seriousness, I'm really proud to be a Masters athlete. That's competing at senior level and actually showing that it doesn't actually matter what age you are mm-hmm. uh, and you know one of the other comments I got when I did the Scottish half uh, marathon and I, I won that and got the new course record and I mean the Facebook just kind of blew up over that to be honest it was a bit overwhelming and you know one of the one of the comments said oh it's so nice to see somebody in my age group winning this and you know a lot of people mm-hmm. said in my age group but actually for me that was one of the nicest comments because it is important that everybody can see that as a master's athlete you can succeed and, and you can achieve and I'm really proud of that <clears throat> and, and oh, also right. you know the, the fact that you're mixing it up with seniors and you know not just in Scotland but in the UK when it comes to well obviously the marathon but um the, the inter-counties cross-country you're a 10th there British yeah. trials like I mean you know you're 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 only a minute behind Gemma Steele, like you know, that's just—it's incredible. You're, I mean, it, even it, at yeah. London, you're 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 twentieth female at London. Yeah, I think actually that's been bumped to eighteenth now. Has it? Wow, oh. even even better. So, I mean, that that yeah. itself is a uh, that's that's amazing. And, and on the one thing that in, I think would be interest both Kyle and I as parents of young children, and I think most of our listeners. How so? You mentioned something interesting about you know the right. I'm doing a marathon blog. I need to think about. I need to think about how how that's going to work alongside alongside uh, parenting. How does that? How I mean, how do you balance that? How what's your sort of your uh, your week look like? We'll come to training. I'm interested. In how does that look like from a parenting perspective? It it takes a lot of planning and organisation. Um, my husband plays table tennis, so both of us have our own nice. training and he's got matches during the week and I've got training and races so it does take quite a bit of organization I have to plan at least a week in advance when I'm doing my sessions what sessions wow. I'm who's picking up Fletcher who's taking him at his clubs who you know when Colin's got his matches on so it does take a lot of a lot of organization and I have to know a week in advance what I'm doing in terms of my training I'd sometimes get up in the morning before anybody's up and run and that mm. means of done and I don't have to then worry about you know getting home making the tea and all that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. um, my mum's a brilliant support she she will take Fletcher sort of after school if if I need to go out and do a run or if Colin's got a match on and I need to get training then you know she'll help yeah. out with that so it's a lot of juggling and it's a lot of organization but it's it's a lot of teamwork to be honest mm. um, but yeah, yeah I do have to plan my sessions at least a week in advance so that I can organize with everybody mm. happening but it's That's all just good advice. you know when you get to the end of the week and you've actually completed your training, that's a bit of an achievement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what does your training look like then? What 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 would the average week look like for Sarah in the week in the build up to a, a Scottish uh, marathon championship? Um. Yeah. It's it's been quite quite intense. Um. I do kind of a two week cycle, so I'll have maybe a couple of runs on a Monday, an easy one, and whatever the uh, club session is, I'll do that. That's just a variation on 
you know, your intervals or fart like or tempos or whatever hills. And then Tuesday would either be a tempo or a hill session because all throughout my marathon training, I've also been doing cross country. So yeah. there had to be a sort of element of hills and things built into that. Um, Wednesday would be a slightly easier day. Thursday would be maybe an easy run and then a track session. Um, and then Friday, I'll, that was my long run. I don't work a Friday. That's my day off. So I'll get up early, Interesting. go out and work out, go out and do my long run on a Friday. And then maybe a fart like session on a, a Saturday. And obviously, if I've got a race, you would kind of juggle that about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of what a week looks like. And then rest day on a Sunday. So, again, that's more building in the family time. So if we've got right. things family will have that on a Sunday um, that's interesting that's not a conventional week that's really interesting yeah. it's not the standard yeah easy run Tuesday Thursday session Sunday long run that's really interesting that's a very different obviously it works as well yeah and as I say it takes a lot of juggling and sometimes the sessions have to move about because if I've got a meeting at work then mm-hmm. I, maybe I can't get to the track on that day so I swap it around to another day so it never my week never kind of looks as it's supposed to look on paper. Very rarely it'll look as it's supposed to look on paper because you're constantly having to flip it around to fit work in and childcare and things like that. Mm. But I have my standard sessions in the week that I'm going to do and then I'll, I'll flip it around to suit. But the, probably the one that never changes is the long run. Um, nice. it, it's pretty yeah. standard Friday morning. Nice. If you don't mind me asking, what is it you do work-wise? Is it something with children? Some, yeah. it was, uh, I listened to an interview with Sue and she was saying you couldn't bend down the following day oh, and yeah. you're back at work. Yeah, I'm, I'm a teacher. So, uh, yeah, it was m- m- Monday back at work was rough. Small yeah. seats. Yeah, small oh. seats. Um, oh, no. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't I hope, um, they, I hope yeah, you told I'm, them what you were doing, though. They must have been I super know, impressed. I, well, I, I or, didn't it was a couple of days before I was actually able to kind of admit I'm like here's my medal <laughs> because I felt so bad on Monday I was like, I just need to get through without being sick on anybody oh. off these chairs so yeah it was a couple of days before I admitted to what I'd done so but yeah so they were what's next then so that's because uh, when I look at the sort of your power 10 the classic go-to I see lo- the cross country jumps out and that's an amazing 10 miler uh, like really impressive that 10 miles sub 57 yeah. minutes when you're moving well, there yeah. the marathon and I also had you know obviously nobody knew I'd done, done a full marathon training week before that either so yeah, course, yeah. that was kind of your traditional half because the weekend of the half was the same weekend as inter-counties so um, ah. I had to kind of we had to kind of find an alternative to your traditional doing a half before the marathon mm-hmm. so it was a 10, uh, 10 mile Um yeah, what, if, once I've figured out whether I can run properly or not, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm down for silver now on Friday. So the aim is to kind of go there and take nice. my legs over a bit, just see see what happens. Oh, silver um, now is yeah. two weeks after London. That's savage. Yeah, I, I know, <laughs> savage. But you know, it's give that'll it be fun. I'm joking. I'll, I'll not be having it, but uh, we'll see how it goes, and then possibly look at the 10k um a week on Sunday. But the Babcock one in. Shelston, yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. gonna be I'm gonna be watching that. And actually, right, I would say, I mean, uh, if I want, I look at your, I look at your sort of your uh, CV. I would say your 10k looks light. I think you've got you've got a big you've got time to find the 10k. I think. Yeah, I you did, must I, have got a PB in the 10 mile though. Well, like, you know. Uh, yeah, I did. I went through ten, yeah. my 10k. The 10 mile was 35.30. Jesus. Um, oh, wow. So two and a half yeah. PB. <laughs> yeah. So, but to be honest, I did do another. I have got a uh, sub. 50 uh, 30 
six ten k time, but because it wasn't one of these measured ones, it doesn't go on my power. Ah, uh, right, okay, right. Yeah, that's beyond the tier. Yeah, you know your power yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, that's definitely something I'll be looking at. Yeah. But I'm actually, I'm going to be in Australia for the whole summer, so it might be that I look at somebody once I figure out what the legs mm, are. Nice. I'll maybe do some some road races up until I go away, and then pretty much probably spend the whole of July just having a bit of a training block. Um, yeah. Uh, what's we'll that? I mean, just before we go into that, like, what what do you think the the reason is for your like, you know, improvements here? You know, fairly significant improvements. What is is it the the lifestyle? Is it the you know additional volume? Is it the type of training you're doing? The mode of training? Like, what what's that kind of look like? Yeah, I think to be honest, it's a bit of everything. I mean, I've dropped uh, a day at work, so you know that gives you mm-hmm. a little bit of rest and recovery. Um, I think, as I say, it's taken Neil and I a wee while to work out what works for me. Um, and definitely sort of looking over the summer, the reason the marathon came up in the first place was because I said to him, well, you know, I'm quite enjoying my long runs, you know, the long runs I was doing for the half marathon. And uh, oh, maybe maybe I could do another marathon. And he was like, oh, don't know, you know, let's see. <laughs> but like, yeah. yeah, I think enjoy. I, the longer stuff does suit me, the longer run suits me. So we've just kind of added in sort of more long stuff really into into the training and to be honest when it came to training for the marathon it wasn't there wasn't a lot we added to it it was just little tweaks here and there you know adding on an extra mile to this bit and adding on an extra 20 minutes half an hour to the long run and things and and sort of looking at what I was doing during that long run as well but Mm -hmm. yeah I think adding a little bit of volume sort of finalizing the style of training that suits me which is we've kind of gotten to a point where you know we find something that works for me um, and just maybe cutting down that date work and giving myself a little bit of extra rest and recovery. Mm, is, yeah. I think it's, you know, these marginal gains have just made the big difference. Right. In the day. Yeah. And on yeah. the race itself, what well, I mean, again, such a, I mean, that is, for me, that's the perfect execution. That, you know, that almost bang on, ever so slight negative split. Amazing. <laughs> what would you say, what what's the what advice would you have for listeners? What were you doing that you think? I mean, obviously pacing comes into it. Nutrition. What what was it you were doing that you felt really enabled that? Uh, I, do you know? I think being a cross country runner, you're pretty mentally tough. Um, mm-hmm. And I think when it really comes into marathon, you need to know that you've you've done the work beforehand. And for me, I I went into that knowing that I had done the work, um, that I had executed the plan, pretty much to the letter. There wasn't much I missed out in the program which again is really unusual because obviously you get niggles family life comes up and for me I managed to sort of juggle everything so that I actually completed everything that that Neil asked of me um and so mentally going into that I knew that I had done all the physical prep that I could so when it comes down to it it's just about being mentally prepared and knowing that you're gonna have Mm. to tough it out and I think if you can get that mental preparation as well as the physical preparation, that goes a long way to getting you over that finish line, to be honest. Mm. Um, and for all that, you know, I'm saying that about six or seven times during the marathon, I was questioning my life choices. You relate to this, you know, one minute you're thinking, I'm smashing it, I'm doing really well, and I'm getting all my splits, and then 800 yeah. metres later, that's a long what way. Am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? <laughs> um, you can work through that. Um, definitely the, the mental toughness and I've had I've had training races not not many of my training sessions did I cry in this time I cried a lot in 2019 when I was training I did not was not in a good place in these marathon training runs but this time 
there were a few where I got back into the village where I lived and I knew I still had like 5k to go I had to go out and do another loop instead of going oh. up the hill to yeah and that that is mentally tough and to, to run past your road end going I'm shattered and I still need to keep running that oh, kind no. of tough it does prepare you for it I think a little bit yeah. when you know I'm back in the village but I can't go home yet I need to keep going um that definitely prepared me but I think yeah me- mental mental preparation is as much uh needed as physical preparation for the marathon nice. definitely I'm pleased to hear that because I I'm I feel that too many I think too many people think the marathon when you land it will go it, it will it will for some people it's it's easy when you run really well and I I even I look back with Rose Tinton specs about to my to my PB which was a negative split I think oh I mm. think oh it was so easy and actually I think it wasn't at all you know there was dark no. there was bad patches in there you know you just need to, as you say I think that's well phrased you need to graft through and grind them out these uh mentally it's not it's not easy going yeah I think the amount of people have said to me oh, did you enjoy it and I'm like I'm after <laughs> oh. <laughs> the result don't get me wrong and you know I'm, I'm not saying I wouldn't do it all again but I don't know whether you enjoy it at the time because you're constantly checking your watch to check that you're on on target and on time and that's mentally draining and mm. so it's a long way and you've got that mental and you just it's a mental battle break pretty much from the start it's not like you get to 18 miles and then you start to graft it's pretty much from the get-go because you know it's a long way and you know that stuff can go wrong in a marathon that you Mm -hmm. you have no control over and that's quite a frightening thing to go in you know if you're going in a 10k or a cross-country race well you know it's it's 8k or it's 10k and Mm -hmm. and you you know there's an endpoint but this is 26 miles and there's a lot that can go wrong in that time so mentally yeah you just have to keep keep at it and keep grafting Mm -hmm. away I'm not sure London's great the the atmosphere is great you've got all the bands all the crowds and you know it is phenomenal in that respect but it's still tough and Mm. yeah so it's it's not the kind of enjoyment that you maybe get out of shorter races I don't think in that way so like do you think you'll do a marathon again do you think you've got you know a year are you like thinking you know like some folks you said earlier I'm not going to do a marathon again and you're you're doing one are you going to do what's your what's your thoughts you know I definitely wouldn't rule it out I definitely wouldn't rule it out um, nice. yeah. it's definitely something I would I would revisit I think with marathon running obviously you're not it's not the kind of thing like a half that you can do so many in a year and you can yeah. just doesn't yeah. go right you do another one in a few weeks time so you do have to think about you know how, and you have to think about how it affects other stuff you want to be doing if you know I'm loving yeah. across country so you know it would have to fit in around other things that I wanted to be doing but I think the with a marathon obviously the more you do it the more experience you get I do think you you have the advantage with things like nutrition and your mental prep for it. So mm-hmm. I think I think there's always going to be room for improvement there for a little while at least. So it's definitely something that I wouldn't say no to doing another one ten. I've said that now, and all the Gala Harriers are now going to be looking <laughs> excellent. For. Yeah, that's on the record. There's a few. Now. Um, <laughs> the, 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 probably going to get away with not telling people again, but um, yeah, it's I, I've definitely not ruled out doing another one. Haven't just done one a week ago which i completely had the last time so there's a few galahadis that do ultras as well do you ever consider doing an ultra or you know (laughs) something that you might you might be good at feel like your long runs no maybe in the future you get to eat on an ultra don't you that's that's a positive you get to eat food on the way around so that's you know yeah that's that's right that's the only reason i do them well that's what i think i think that that might be the draw if i was to do an ultra it would probably be because i got to eat on the way around 
Interesting. Neil, Neil Renton is probably shouting at me just now. Shut up, Neil. Don't, say, don't convince her to do an ultra. I know. So, ultras where people go to when, when they can't run fast anymore, and you're clearly exactly, running fast, so you've got no need to go to an ultra. Yeah. I know. Keep, well, Nick and I were joking earlier about uh, when I when I'm running as a V60. So he's, you know, he's been <laughs> it for a long haul. I'm going to be chasing Fiona Matheson's records at that. Point. <laughs> nice. That's a, that's like ambition it. right there. <laughs> yeah, that that's a big ambition right there because yeah. I know how well she runs. So yeah, uh, I love uh, it. I love it. Yeah. Well, well before you, before yeah, you go, go ahead, sorry, Tommy, I was just going to mention yeah. we do have some more like fartlet questions for you, mm-hmm. um, in no particular order. I'm sure if you've listened to the podcast, you'll maybe have a rough idea what they are. But Tommy, do you want to do you want to kick off with the first question? Yeah, we'll go for an old favorite. What is your favorite shoe? Favorite shoe. My favorite shoe to train in is Brooks Ghost. Nice. Oh, uh, yeah. New answer. And, yeah. we, and a, what did you a, race in London out of interest? That's I, a, I did race in my Vaporflies. Okay, fair. No, oh. that's a, that's, that's a, nice. Nothing, nothing to be ashamed of. Pain and shoes. <laughs> nice answer. Yeah. What's your favourite distance? Half marathon. Oh, oh okay. okay. My cross-country nice. distance. Yeah. Because my road distance is half, but my favourite cross-country distance is 8 to K. Nice. Okay, nice. nice. Um, morning shuffle or evening saunter? Oh, I'm a morning person, yeah. I like to go and get it done. Morning. What's your favourite training session? Uh, my favourite training session is probably 1500s on the track. Three 1500s okay. followed by three quick 150s. Short and sweet, but it feels like you've done work. You know? Nice. <laughs> what is your pre-race breakfast? Porridge and a slice of toast. Oh, nice. nice. Have you got a, a favourite running a, a running hero or someone you look up to in the sporting well, world? Honest, I've already mentioned Fiona Matheson and I think nice. yeah, the, she's like my running mum actually. That's what she's in my phone. <laughs> um, she, uh, nice. Yeah, she's from, from the moment I stepped onto the kind of master scene, she's really looked after me and taken me under her wing. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Uh, she's, yeah, amazing and just so modest with everything she does. Um, so, yeah, yeah, definitely Fiona Matheson is my my uh, inspiration great answer last one for me so if you could have you can run one more race but you can only one run one more race it can be any race in the world what would it be do you know i think i would like to have a crack at a world masters cross country race oh yes that's a good answer you heard it here first you've only got one to do quite right how do you, so how do you make that happen? When is the next Masters World Cross? World I, Masters Cross. I think I think the next lot are Europeans coming up. Um, Interesting. I think it's getting in touch with um, British Masters Athletics and sort of. Cool. People. So we'll see. Very cool. I like that. Good answer. The 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 final one for me is um, I don't know if you drink um, you know if you if you like beer but uh, we always ask the question even if you don't drink beer. You would have an alternative, which would be ginger ginger beer, like active root or something like that. It, do you, have you ever a have you ever done a beer mile? In, I haven't in ever B, done a beer you, mile, but I have. I know about a beer mile. Yeah, what do you think you could do it? In? I, do you know, in my head, I would like to think I'd be sub twenty minutes, but <laughs> <laughs> but I think I, I honestly, if there was like a sweeper bus equivalent. For the- <laughs> <laughs> I think I've been picked up by the bus. 
because I'd not, I think it would be my very first DNF, to be honest. Wow. I think we're gone after about two laps. But so, in, in, in an ideal world, I would definitely be sub 20 minutes. Nice. And like that's, that's a marker on the board anyway. That's 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 yeah. what it takes. So so essentially it, yeah. you have to stick to, to to conventional running rather than any of this uh beer miles and hey, let's let's yeah. stay away from these until you <laughs> until yeah. you decide to retire from actual Possibly. real real running. Yeah, when I'm I've done all that Fiona Matheson's done, then I can retire. Yeah. Nice. That's yeah. a, I like that ambition. That's a good reminder. We need to get Fiona on the on the podcast actually. Oh, she's been, she was like I think she's like a two time TRS Masters runner of the year and we've not had her on yet. So yeah. that's a good a good yeah. gentle reminder to us. She's uh, ah. yeah, she's phenomenal. Nice. Well, well, Sarah, it's been amazing having you on the show. And uh, I mean, yes. I, I, we probably like bumped into each other randomly in races uh, and really not said hello. But uh, here we are at TRS. So we now know the face to the name and we'll, we'll definitely be uh, looking out for you and, and continuing the, the shout outs, no doubt, and in, in your future successes. So uh, good luck at good luck at Silver Nose. And I'm going to be course side at Shettleston. So I'll, I'll give you a shout there if I see you on the roads. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> guys Brilliant. all the best well, of the recovery again, we'll speak soon speak to you later bye bye Cheers. bye what a great guest look at that yeah this so the, the london yeah the the scottish marathon champion is sarah green so that means we've got we've you know the the the, the current or the the or Luke Caldwell, he 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 got the, the the marathon champion for the males, and he's already been on the show. So we've uh, we've covered all bases, Tommy. So we uh, yeah, I mean, while we're we on talk the about topic London? of oh, yeah, we may as well while we're here. So tell us. Um, I mean, I never got a chance to watch it because uh, old time Greg was was out in the in 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 the king's the king's holiday destination, uh, which is Balmoral Castle. Balmoral. He was. Uh, Mixing up with of course uh, the, you were doing the Balmoral races. Well, we're going to come Scottish to that. Scottish silver actually. medalist Jamie Crow having a so we'll come, we'll with come, him, eh? We'll come back to Balmoral because on, let's just wrap up in London. So as you say, Luke Caldwell for the Scottish men's title. Um, Luke coming home in uh, 2.13.29. Uh, second was Wenny Gebersolasi, 2.15.41. And Fraser Stewart, TRS interviewee. Now friend of the show, uh, Campus Lang, who came home in 2.18.34. So he took six seconds off his PB. So really pleased. Well done, Fraser. Chuffed a bit to see you have a good run. On the female side, it was Sarah. We just talked to 2.44.41. Second place was Natalie Wangler, um, 2.51.09. And third place was Rian Dawes, uh, VP Glasgow, in 2.52.15. Now... Um, London itself, I did watch it, and it was just even just a couple of minutes on it. I thought it was class, and I can I tell you what, I went from having mentioned TRS a couple of weeks ago, yeah, London's on my mind a bit, to now being like, I really want to do London next year. And I think Fiona has a veto on a spring marathon, so that will probably drive whether I do it or not. If she's going to do something, but <laughs> I would really, I would, I was blown away by it. And I think on the women's side, particularly, it was so. We'll come to. I mean, the men's time was crazy, but on the women's side. The way it unraveled with Hassan, she came off the back after like 10k, and she was she was holding before you know by Cutty Sark, she was holding her 
She was holding her hip or her glute or something. She looked like she was in a bit of bother. She stopped. She stretched. He was still holding it. She was running. She was way off the back of the group. You've got Steve Cram, Paul Radcliffe saying she needs to just stop. This is horrible to watch. And That's lo and behold, <laughs> she gets back you on the group. It happens to me, though. She gets back on the group late on. And the thing is, and there was a period at which they were running, like, I think they were running five or sixes or something. She was running, like, high five, five, 18, five, 20, something like that. And because they suddenly slowed to, well, they slowed to 5.18, 5.19, she ran a sort of steady 5.12s, got back on the group in the sort of latter part of the second half, and then even was back on the group and even got to the point, I think it was the 30, or maybe the 40k water station. She missed her bottle, as in a lot of the group. She stopped, went back to get her bottle, caught the group <laughs> back up again a couple hundred metres, and had the audacity, and I think she just meant this because she's obviously just a nice person, offered the bottle yeah. around. Now, if you just drop your... Comp- that's a baller move to, to make that effort to come back and say, hey, do you want some? I don't even care if you want... I'm going to give you a sugary drink benefit. But anyway, so she... she she um, oh, It was just quite amazing. So she actually came home in um, in the lead in the end, closed it out. Uh, and yeah, she was a winner in 2018, I believe it was. Yeah, 2018-33, head of uh, Alemu Mergatu in 2018-37, and then Perez chip to cheer in 218.38 and to be honest for his stuff he's Sifan Hassan sorry you know we've seen what she does at 1500 you know going up against Laura Muir we've seen her at 5 and 10k at World Olympics and she's a medalist or or um and then to run the marathon I mean that range I know that uh Genzebi Dababa's got a strong 15 as well but I mean certainly that range is must be close to being unparalleled it was just incredible to watch and it really shows you uh, similar to what sarah was saying you can always bad patches finish now i would if i if i stopped the stretch in a marathon i think my head would be done honestly i think my (laughs) head would be done and i would and there's no way i would be able to come back from that i think it depends on when and where you stretch away you know and how bad it actually is like uh but you but, don't think I you'd mean, be like, oh got... no, I've lost all this time. I'm, de- you know, did that not panic yeah. you? Panic would set in. Yeah, uh, maybe she was like, well, I haven't done a marathon, so like, True. what's, what's, you know, what's going to happen? Yeah, I've got no, just need to finish it. Uh, but like, yeah, it, incredible. I mean, based, on, I've only watched some of the highlights, and what I saw was incredible from the female side, and oh, uh, what I come back and uh, you know, it just shows you the commentators don't know what it, the, the the full story. Mm-hmm. It's it's the athlete, even if one of them is a record, world record holder. Yeah, just to, <laughs> and then, and yeah. Then, so just moving on, so we can get to Balmoral. So on the men's side, uh, Kelvin kept him for the win. Uh, 201.25, second fastest marathon of all time, London course record, and the first male, first person, first male to run sub 60 minutes for the second half of a marathon ever. That's inc- that unbelievable. And it, like, he, he I, kept... I haven't even looked at this. But who is this guy? Like, is, so is no, he he's, got... he's legit. Heading. Like he's he ran. So here's a stat. This is the second time he's run 201. Like really? he's he yeah. ran at Valencia. I think it was that his fastest ever debut. I think he's got. Um, I think he's got the fastest ever debut. Let me, I'll find that in real time. But I'm pretty, yeah. He so last year he won uh, Valencia. Um, yeah, Kelvin kept him in his debut 201.53, right? So you've got a 201.53 from a debut marathon, and then you go to London and casually, um, casually knock 30 seconds off that 201.25. I mean, move, move over, Kipchoge. There's a new king in town. That's yeah. just. So that, that is, was crazy. Uh, and the way he moved away, he was so he's three minutes in front of the rest. Um 
arguably you would say, okay, that's, you know, let's be honest in today's day and age, is that red flag? Um, it's a, it's a, it's a point. It's an interesting point that he's run, yeah. he's running that fast and he's able to move, change gears so late on. But anyway, amazing to watch. Real spectacle. Did stuff. he not run the great. last 5k in sub 14 minutes? It was uh, something ridiculous. I'm place. sure it was. It was like 1357. That anyway, Possibly, like yeah. it was ridiculous. And there was a split within the race. It could have been um, it could be like the 35k mark potentially. Uh, and it was a sub 14 minute 5k. <laughs> crazy. It's just mental. It's just crazy. Like when you think about the comeback 5k, which is on in Britain, the you know the the winner was like his split for the marathon. Just Bonkers. incredible. Yeah, um, right. The but, last five k. Yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah, he was on. Yeah, he was under fourteen minutes. So he was. So that's quite. That's quite amazing. Um, quickly wrapping up on the on London though. So we had um, uh, it. We yeah, kept him for the win. Come Jeffrey Kamura second two or four twenty three, and then Tamarat Tola two or four fifty nine. It was a pretty good watch actually through through sort of. 25k and then Kipton went away and it was it only became apparent late on how quick he was moving actually um his first yeah so he split yeah he split like 61 minutes so quite quite impressive what he's done there yeah. um interestingly it was so we had Mo Farah being paced by Bucci he was on last Bucci. week Mo as expected went as Bucci exclusively revealed in TRS Mo went through halfway under Bucci's guidance uh, in 63 minutes yeah. Mo faded actually. Um, came home in two ten twenty eight. Uh, Emil Caress first Brit home two oh eight oh seven. Hell of a run from him. Um, third fastest of all time now behind Mo and um, um, Steve. Um, Steve uh, Jones. Steve yeah. Jones. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then Chris Thompson. Tom had a good run. He's at hot forty three years old two eleven fifty. Solid solid running there. Shifting, eh? Really so good. that was cool. He's still got it, like you know, these dads, mon the dads, like mon the dads, indeed. Mo's a dad too, mind you, but uh, <laughs> exactly, yeah, that's true. Mo's got twins, mon the twin dads. That's what I want to say. And then, um, <laughs> yeah. on the on the women's side, it was first home was uh, Sam Harrison, I believe, uh, who had a really strong run. Two twenty five at two twenty five fifty nine sneaks under the two twenty two twenty six. That's so, that Olympic that's qualifier great. for her. It is indeed. Yeah. So that was cool. Oh, yeah. Um and yeah, it was just I thought it was class. Honestly, it was really good. A lot of uh too many to mention sort of club athletes we were following. Well done everyone. Um if you were down there. Uh I've been listening I listened to a podcast the other day who um I based an English version of TRS and one of their guys he was running. He's a he's a he's a two eighteen guy. They were um anyway, DNF. But what was interesting, all these people saying, Oh yeah, London's not that fast. It's not where you go to run a fast time. It, it most and one of this guy saying, "Oh, I coach a lot of athletes and more and all of them positive split, so it was a slow day." I'm calling bullshit on that. London is a quick yeah, course. You can run two hundred one twenty-five. It, it, it's one of the quickest courses yeah. in the world. Yeah, oh, too I many, oh, It was too wet. My vaporfly absorbed too much water. Nonsense. Be, look, you've got a, <laughs> a hell of an execution there from Sarah, who's spoken to. You've got it can be done. If your marathon yeah, didn't yeah. go well in London, I would think you've not executed. Execution, execution, yeah. execution. It's hundred percent. Yeah, look at that. I, I mean, two of one is uh that's that suggests it's the fastest course in the world, or one of them anyway. One of and, them. Uh, yeah. I, I mean fastest, I got, I got second fastest PB. course in the world, you would say. Yeah. <laughs> I got my PB there and and it's got a couple of lumps and bumps, but 
what goes up must come down, Tommy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 uh, I the first half is rapid. Oh, so you know, like, if, you, if you can, can really save move something, in the first half, yeah. And, and the, fin- the crowds some... this year look crazy as well. Like yeah. the, the oh. if you can keep yourself restrained, that must that's the di- the difficult part. But yeah. um, yeah, it was uh, I, anyway. Well, I I was I really enjoyed watching it, and it's but you know what? It's tight. I thank goodness for. Manchester and uh, uh, Inverness for me because the the championship time is tight now. It's sub two forty yeah. to get into championship and two and sub one twelve thirty on the half. So it's you know to get in the championship pen you for the on the men's side anyway you've got to be you it's no no more days of it qualifying a one fifteen half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've got to you've got to actually train for the qualifying time now, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Well, so, yeah, um, so yeah, cool. Well. Well, one's uh, King's residence to another was um, like that segue, Tommy. Oh, uh, lovely segue. Was, Very, was, one was, of your best. Was, <laughs> was a run bomb world 2023. And, uh, you know, good. Yours truly had a, a bit of a tussle with the, the silver Scottish medalist cross country last year's national champion, Jamie Crow. Who ran the five and the 10K the day before. Oh, come on. Give me my, <laughs> give me my limelight here, eh? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what though you know what was funny so I was like when I started the race like because I was you know I got there and I didn't really care who was there I just wanted to have a good solid 50 mile run and uh everyone's like oh I haven't seen Jamie yet and was like, oh, they were like oh and, they, and I was like oh there he is and uh he just had his jacket on <laughs> and I was like is he even running <laughs> <laughs> and then he <laughs> And then he just started at the, you know, he didn't even take it off. He started the race with his jacket on. And I was like, he just jogged next to me. I mean, his jog is my like flat out temp, you know, 15 mile pace. So like he, he literally jogged next to me. You know, I I didn't choose to run with him. He chose to run with me. Uh, hence, you know, like why we chatted for about, you know, and he, he showed up as, as you know, in Strava when they show up. Like you're running with him. Yeah. <laughs> I was like quite proud of that start that Jamie ran with Kyle Gregg, you know. Um how long did he humor you for before he put the gas well, I on? I say we chatted, uh, we chatted, he chatted at me. He literally <laughs> talked to me for like 35 minutes and like it was great chatting. It was great chatting him. I was like, I wish I took my dictaphone with me and I could have like had a, that would a, you know, a, a live race uh audit TRS interview with, with Jamie Crow. So, you know, it was it was brilliant and um and I think it actually helped my 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 run, you know, my overall run. I probably pushed it a bit too hard in the first 10k because I just wanted to impress him, you know. And I just kept looking next to him going, how can you run? How can you make it look so easy? And I'm like absolutely smashing it. You know, two word Kyle they called me by the end of it because that's all <laughs> I could say. And it got to a point where I was like like you're gonna have to you're gonna you just crack on Jamie but then I was like well I, I can try and if it keeps if I keep chatting to him the gap at the end of the race isn't going to look as big so um you know I tried as much as I could to from to stay with me and then he just you know after like seven miles he just literally changed gear and it was incredible to watch just how springy just he was like I, I, I mistook him from one of the deer you know running about the the, mm-hmm. the course it was just incredible so uh yeah and and after doing the 5k and the 10k the following which he broke the course records for by the way um and then obviously the 50 mile race he 
you know, he, he comes and just smashes me, you know, by three minutes uh, by the end of it. But uh, yeah, it was a, for me personally, it was a great event. Uh, you know, big thanks to the organisers, Jackie Stewart and, and Peter Jennings uh, of, of, our, of our own club for, for the superb organising and the, the, the volunteers as well that were taking, you know, helping support the event. But uh, yeah, just a, a great event and, you know, one I've done a few times now. And it was my second quickest time of doing it so it was nice. a minute faster than 2019 which suggests that i've got i've still got it tommy you still got it you still so got it, it was, no, uh, you never lost it mate i never lost it but it's just come it was just hiding away you know bubbling away in the background so i, I was quite happy it gave me a bit of a performance boost for or, or a bit of a, a mental boost for what lies ahead, Tommy? So uh, yeah, I think that's a. I think Pretty it's a good. great result. I mean, you've, there's a. I think it's a. It's a very, a, an impressive, impressive run. And that's. I think I've always said that's your sort of. I think that's your, that's your bread and butter. These longer trail races. Okay, I know 15 miles is not long to you, but it's. Uh, that's. That's. Uh, that's. It's a nice, it's know, a nice distance. Um, hour and a half, nine was, minutes of running, almost hard going. Uh, oh yeah, almost yeah yeah so. Yeah, a really good event. So, which which are probably you know links in well with with talking about the the results. Um, which you know, we'll, we'll probably we'll, we'll we're not going to go over every well, single result. So let's uh, well, let's go through the sort of adult races. I mean, I'll quickly wrap through. I can go the five k for you. Do the ten k if you like. So five k as we that, mentioned, then, yeah. Jamie Crow for the win. Fourteen twenty round. What is a, a quick course at Balmoral. Second place, Lachlan Oates, 14.45, Lachlan Shelton, of course. And then Michael Ferguson, Aberdeen AC, 15.03. On the the female side, it was Metro Aberdeen's Nicola McDonald for the win in... Um, sorry, I'm in the wrong race here. Uh, it wasn't. It was Constant Nankerville, uh, bigger pun, for 17.09 for the win in the 5K. Gemma Cormack, second place, 17.56. And in third place, Jenny Bannerman, 18.09. And then your, the the ten k results you had yours. Well, I was going to say yours truly, but your your Balmoral fifty miler winner Jamie Crow thirty one fifty four, which is uh you know a hilly course. Let's let's not be around the bush. Course, yeah. It's got a big. It's That's got not a big a fast hill in 10K. <laughs> No, uh, Miles Edwards, uh, Aberdeen Athletics Club, and a friend of ours in 32 and uh, third place was his club mate, 30, Aaron Odense, in 33.42. And in your female side, you had uh, Nicola McDonald of our club, uh, Metro, in 38.38. And your second female went to Chloe Gray of Metro as well, in 40.16. And your third female went to Bass. Oh, uh, let me have a look. Went to Mario Davy in forty three twelve. So there you go. That is your ten k results. And then on the fifteen miler, so yeah, we mentioned Jamie for the win again. So a hat trick for Jamie one twenty two twenty six. Second place, the man, the legend, Mr. Kyle Gregg one twenty five twenty six. And Ooh. in third place, a friend of ours, Sam Milton, Metro Aberdeen. Sorry, no, he's not. He's Murray Roadrunners. Such as his turncoat oh. behaviour. Sam now is more run runners. One thirty four twenty eight. And um on the female side it was a win for uh GB Ultra Runner Merrill Cooper, one forty five twenty eight. Second place Harriet Cross, one forty seven twenty seven, and third place Mary McAllister in one forty eight twenty seven. 
I well, like it. All... The the other one I wanted to mention, just in terms of like quick times, was uh, it was at the weekend actually. It was the um, it was the ten thousand meter Scottish ten thousand meter championships. Ah, yes, good call. Now, the results were like for the certainly the ones I saw. Um, so this was held at the at Crime Point in Glasgow, um, and someone that we're going to get on the show was uh, Jamie Burns, who got the win in uh, 29.46, which uh, which is incredible, like incredible time uh, for, for Jamie there. And um, it's, it's, it's high, it's coach he paid a lot of credit to was John Montgomery and also really impressed to see Michael Ferguson breaking the 30 minute mark yeah, as well, uh, Aberdeen Athletics Club. And, you know, I suppose from, we just mentioned him as well, um, you know, big emotions from, uh, no doubt, uh, for being coached by the late Joyce Hogg as well. Uh, so, he, you know, great run from him in 29.52. And uh, John Bell took the bronze in a, a sprint finish with Ryan Thompson, who both uh, ran 30.02 and 14 hundredths of a second uh separated them after 30 minutes of running so that was the male side of things and on the the the, the female side of things um let me just have a look to see if i can find it uh was sophie chisholm is that right women's yeah, indeed, uh, yeah. she I'm, I'm just looking at the the news article here so i'm i'm, I'm just uh, 37.05 for 37.05 for sophie for the win Silver, ah, Jill Smiley, Giffnick North, 38-48, and then bronze, Lisa Finlay of Dumfries, who ran 40 minutes flat. flat. Yeah, uh, so yeah, well done to Masters goals for Jill and Lisa as well. So there you go. Um, one on the track. Have you done a 10,000 metres on the track, Tommy? Not for years. I ran an open 10,000 in uh, Aberdeen in, like, I don't know, 2015, something like that, and I ran not that well. I, I, it was it amazed me how 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 much I wanted to drop out. That's the thing about track ten thousand. You've got like it's relentless, and it's just that option to drop out is there all the time, yeah. and it goes out and out I, to be I, too quick. I did one. I think I've done a couple of ten thousands. Like, and when I was running thirty ones to the ten, I tried to do one on the track, and I ran like thirty three and a half, and I just hated it. I, I just couldn't get it going. I just hated the monotony of it. The, the lines started going all funny, you know, you just, it's like a bit of an optical illusion, just following these white lines for so long, you know, over 25 laps. Say yeah. someone who runs uh, ultras. I was going to say, you, you've done, at one point. yeah, you're going to do 24 hours on the track, so I'm I, I'm surprised that you, you find that difficult. I guess you're not redlining all the way. <laughs> that's it. Uh, so yeah, there you go. So that's uh, a few res- results we have there for you. What about, what else do we have, Tommy? So I, well, so I've, uh, so before we, uh, what I want to talk about next is actually is Kyle revealed. I didn't realize this, so Kyle revealed to me this uh, just before the show that he, uh, he's racing this weekend. So we're going to talk about that, but I'm going to just jump in a bit. My, as I mentioned at the start, so I ran apart with a buggy for the first time this weekend, of which course, was, so you did. Tell which us. was a, a real so treat. Firstly, so, before you go in, what kind of buggy did you order? Uh, so I haven't ordered one yet. So I ran just with our mountain buggy regular, and the twins are still small enough that they're up top facing me. So it wasn't like. Not, I mean, again, I'm, well, it's not. I don't think it doesn't. That doesn't particularly matter. It was more just. No. It was more. I was. I was scared initially that they were going to top lower, but no, it went really well. They slept all the <laughs> way, which was cool. But I went and did Aberdeen Beach Park run, and this just shows the you know there's tactics coming. Any sort of any form of running and racing that I went right to the back, thinking I'm 
I'm going to be the bug. I don't want to get people's way. And I, you know, 312 people there. I walked most of the first like half mile. Honestly, it was it was just difficult because you can't nip around people. And it, I basically couldn't go past anyone until we got to the top prom. And then it what a joy. It's just a just to sort of run and I ran like I ran sort of like four minute k's sort of quite which for me is not a bad place to be post marathon um and it was cool loved it it was great to be out with the kids um it meant me and Fiona could both run because obviously Fiona so Fiona ran as well um and I'm obviously not that fast about running fast so she I'm more than happy for her to run and it was cool it was really it was good uh and I'm I'm now in the market so I'm buying a running buggy this week actually so that I can get uh we can do that more often which is cool oh, I like um, it. but recovery kind of yeah. running buggy is it gonna be I think I'm gonna go for a Thule chariot cross oh Thule. Oh, on uh on well on um on a friend of the show listener um fraser gormley's recommendation it's i think it's the bee's knees if you've got uh for twins actually to get two in so that's the way we're gonna go so we'll see but that, that's uh anyway that was cool and i'm now so i had two weeks as i said at the start of the show two weeks of pretty much nothingness but i got back on the wagon to uh over the weekend so i'm now i'm gonna start running uh i'm loosely thinking about doing a 10k in june or july uh that's probably the next thing for me I've got what else do I do? I'm probably we're starting to plan up races around trips. I think I might do the Manchester half actually in September. Oh, October. Really? Oh, yeah, we're down. That's, we're down uh, anyway. that's a new one. I think it's October. We're, well, the thing is, we're down near Fiona's mum and dad's anyway. I thought oh, the Manchester half could be quite quick. So maybe the Manchester mm-hmm. double. Obviously, we've got Monument Mile. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how my. So I need to just. I haven't got for the first time since the start of the year, I've got nothing in mind in terms of plan. I've got nothing really booked so i need to spend a bit of time this week just i'm gonna do easy run this week and then get back to it the week after um so yeah but okay. anyway more interesting than my uh nothingness is kyle is running an ultra this weekend so kyle pray tell pray tell so uh, yeah uh I, i'm doing the the ultra x scotland it's called which is um the, essentially there's two races over the weekend is the the, there's like a 60k it's like a stage race saturday and uh, 60k around loch ness um so just around the the great Glen way and the the sort of high the high what you call it sort of high trail of of loch ness completely slating this because I've, I've not actually done it before Skyline. i've never done the full of full loch ness route so why not run it uh so 60k on the saturday and then the following day you do a 50k um, oh, wow, back to back, back to back, which I thought would have been would have been it is perfect training for the West Highland Way. Uh, so I, you know, I, I you probably realised, I'm sure some of you like I need a. It's sometimes quite good to have a race to to do some training. I'm not going to say it's a training race. Um, I'm, I'm going to race it, but um, you know, my my biggest sort of like aim is to get round in 96 miles of of running and in little over seven little under seven weeks time so um i'm looking forward to it. it's going to be good fun so uh yeah it's i've got no idea who's doing it i've got no idea you know uh, all i know is i need to register before the start of the race at 7 a.m and i better start reading my handbook and and getting all ready and we camp on the saturday night uh and then we run on the Saturday, the Sunday morning again for 50k. So, Tommy, what what shall I do? I've never done this. If if you're going to give me some advice, what would you say about stage races? 
anything you know uh, about them or so i've to, my experience to of stage racing is very different to yours i did a <laughs> i just did the tour of five which is like you know half an hour to an hour of running five days in a row it's not quite the same i Although think Iron uh, Man festival that's uh that's of course the Iron Man. Race, isn't it god so yeah and you're, and, you're, and you're hanging as well i would say i without any knowledge of running ultras let alone stage racing ultras i think you need to keep you need to keep the second day strongly in mind you can you can uh that. you don't uh, yeah there's no prizes for first place after halfway run a sensible day on the saturday and then think about doing then think about i mean keep yourself in contention i know you, you'll want to race it but then the sat the sunday the last thing you want to do is just have a disaster on the sunday because you've just gone to the well but what do i know maybe you can go to the well two days in a row on an ultra oh, I I mean, I can, you know, I remember when I did like Chicago Marathon and then I did Niagara and it was like within the week, but that was like five days recovery. You've only got like 20 hours recovery after this one, not even that. So uh, it'd be like 18 hours or 16 hours of recovery. Depends how long I take, mind you. So, Mm. well, uh, but no, it looks a really good event. It's, um, you know, it's a well-established company at Ultra X. um, the co-founder actually listens to the the podcast, believe it or not. Really? So, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, he says he does. Whether or not he actually does is, <laughs> we'll find out. But uh, I'll, I'll catch up with him. And you know, he's they they, they organise ultra races throughout around the world. And um, you know, uh, you know, for me as a as a as an event organiser, it's always it's always good to see what what others do as well. And and uh, yeah, take some of the good bits of it too. So. But I'll report back next week and let you know how things go. Uh, but yeah, generally, there's live the, tracking, fantastic. Like there's, there's live, live tracking. tracking, so that's there my uh, that's part of my weekend sorted out. That's great. So yeah, it looks it really looks great, mate. Aye, aye. So uh, yeah, looking for. I, I think as well, like you know, I want to do a long run, and I've I was meant to do one last week, and you know, just things got in the way. Um, but. Like this is a great opportunity to to dial in a a good couple of days of long runs and you know just uh, use that as a build towards West Ham Way and and make sure I can get to A to B without DNF and Tommy. So we'll see we'll see what happens. Um, that's a good that's a good strategy. And then the week after that is the my own race, the Murray Coastal Trail Fifty, which is uh, of course from Forest to Cullen. So there's a few listeners taking part in that, a few Scottish runners taking part. So uh When's that the fifteenth? Is that the fifteenth? Fourteenth. Thirteenth of May. Thirteenth yeah. of May, yeah. Yeah. And then uh and then the week a couple of weeks later is uh Scotland's very first national running week, which is uh organized by Athletics Trust Scotland. It's in in in, in aid of Athletics Trust Scotland. So uh I encourage Anyone who is, uh, you know, wants to, you know, walks, jogs, runs, or pushes a buggy or a wheelchair to to get involved in it. Um, you know, the aim is to, as I said, the aim is to raise funds for ATS, um, and to celebrate the the impact of running athletics that, on those who can take part in it, uh, but also helping those who currently can't access access the sport due to, you know, barriers being put up. Um. So yeah, hopefully you can take part in it. It's it's a five k challenge. It's a essentially it's a virtual five k. Um, you can do it any time throughout the week. Um, and uh, all you have to do is go entrycentral.com, I think it is forward slash national running week. 
uh, and just it's five pounds to enter, uh, and yeah, you can donate, you can fundraise if you like, you can get your club together and and organise a you know a mob match at a park run, um, just you know whatever the you can create your own challenge during the week. There's whatever you you do, um, you know, just use it as a as a way of celebrating the the beauty of the sport um, from a from a Scottish perspective. So hopefully we get some of you listeners signing up to it as well. And Tommy, uh, I Very hope good. to see you take it doing a cheeky wee five k. I'm sure it won't be that difficult I, for you. So I absolutely uh, will. Don't you worry. I'll I'll I will do I'll a park like run for sure. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's that's my sort of next few weeks, Tommy. Um, but uh, training's been going well. I'm happy with the the race last week. Just have to get my finger out and make sure that I, I'm, I keep keep the keep the energy levels up, you know, because it's difficult, eh? Especially with all the things going around, bugs, all that sort of stuff. I don't want to play excuse bingo next week, you know. So. Well, you, go. you've got. I mean, you've got to. You've just got to keep. I think it's consistency, isn't it? And like you're always gonna have bad weeks and things you lose, and you know, yeah. But it's just about managing it and getting prioritizing, getting the best, the best, getting the most important training in. And I've been. I think your Strava looks great. I'm, I'm loving being able to see what you're doing and actually and think, oh yeah, Kyle's well, like moving. That? Yeah, it's good. I like it. Like again. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's running. So no, that's cool. I think you're looking. You um, you're looking good. I'm. So yeah, this. Well, when is remind me when is West Highland Way? End of June. End of June, yeah. Uh, I can't remember the date. It's like, yeah, it's end of June. End of June. So nice. I've got six weeks. I need, I need to sort out my support crew. You can do a lot. What day is it? Because I, I was, I've got a bad feeling I'm doing the Stoneham Sportive that day. Oh no. I, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll talk offline. We'll talk about offline. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> if if not, I'll just have to put up a plea to the listeners to to get me from A to B. Eh? Because I think you need oh, like shoot. two support, two supporters or two support people. Do, do you know what we should do? Is we should get we should get um the man himself. We should get uh um Ian Beatty. Ian Beatty. He's organising. Yeah. Exactly. Get him on for maybe the next couple of weeks. Let's get him on. We can do a West Ham. We early yeah. talk about it because there'll be a lot of he's, a lot of us who do got, it. He's got many hats as well. We can talk about his um. He does. You know, as being the chair of UK Athletics as well. Uh, yeah. and, and you know the the challenges faced with that and and the successes so absolutely i think that'll be a great great shout so I'll, yeah. I'll, we'll make contact with him and see see where he's at so absolutely sounds good so we're, we're talking about um yeah we're, we're starting to dry up now eh? we need I was to say so i've to... got the only thing i've got on the next couple of weeks is we're so we're holding next week but at the end of it we're going to drop into glasgow feeling's doing the the Shettleston 10K, uh, which is part of the which is Scottish 10K the Scottish champ. Champs. So it is yeah, indeed. So good luck to the. I'm not sure it's a bit early to know the field of who's doing it, but I'm going to be course side. So I'm going to I'll be cruising on my dictaphone to hopefully get a couple of uh, oh, like post race reactions. So. so if you're if and, you're, and it, we must say as well, if anyone's that silver knows and wants to take the dictaphone, then please, get some of yes. the you know let's get some live coverage and send us the audio clips so we can insert them into the podcast. Hey, that'd be amazing. But that I, I think without even doing the race, it's probably one probably would be one of my favourite races to to watch online. Oh, when you yeah. see the end, you know, like there's a live camera and all these runners are like falling at the end of the race, just absolutely shattered because they've just 
try to smash out a really quick time. You know, I think it's it's great to watch. So uh, it is, it's savage kudos to days. kudos to Adrian uh, Stott and and Co for getting that organised again. It's uh, it's a great race to have on the the Scottish running calendar. So absolutely. And what about TRS runner of the the week, Tommy? Who who oh, who'd it be? TRS runner be? of the week. I think I was going to go for myself, my fine self, for my second I, place, uh, almost, uh, almost uh, causing a big upset with Jamie Crow there. Eh? So I would, I would have, I would lean towards that if I've got three things in mind. I've got, uh, well, close to home. I was delighted to see my wife make a proper return to fast running, running a uh, well under eighteen minutes or five k, which was great. I oh, think wow, even, I, did, I didn't see this. Oh, yeah, no, so, mo- so moving, Gosh. which is great. So that's that's Very great. Good. I think Jamie Crow with his three three race wins in a weekend is super incredible. Yeah. But I've got to say, I oh, think that P- I think the PB in London and that execution, which if you if you've listened to this interview, go and watch go to London Marathon and look at the results and look at Sarah Green's splits. I don't know if she's on Strava or not. I will be trying to follow her shortly after this because that's I'm very intrigued to look at it but what a, what a way to execute a marathon so I think we can't look further afield than that that's a hell of a, that is a great one well done Sarah well, I mean I can't argue with that Tommy I think it's, it is a great run and you know you, you can't beat that a 20 minute PB Scottish oh. marathon champ 20th female in the race like that's what dreams are made of eh I would love to know how many people run Let's say for me an even split. Let's I don't know even what would you what would you say definition of an even split is one minute either way, or thirty seconds either way either side. I'd say that's about yeah. I'd say that's so about say something like that and then split, negative yeah. would let's say okay let's say a minute either side and then a negative is anything more than a minute quicker in the second half proper negative. I mean although she did negative split I would say it's an even split miles. I'd love to know the percentages of that. Was it forty thousand runners at London? year on year who do that it'll be common and you see people saying oh everyone ran someone said that to me at manchester they said oh everyone ran positive splits at manchester i'm like of course they did that's what everybody does it's rare to yeah it's rare (laughs) to run to run well at a marathon that's just how it is so um so yeah it just shows what she i think that's really quite amazing so yeah big pressure for the next one (laughs) well done sarah (laughs) i know there is, eh? Uh, but no, it was a, it was a great, great interview and uh, well done, Sarah, for the TRS run of the week and uh, short-sighted. I mean, I had my, my TRS shorts on last week at Balmoral. Uh, Did Mark you see any Lee, others at Balmoral? Bigri had his on uh, nice. for the 5K. Uh, Ed, Big Eddie, Eddie Onions had his on. Uh, nice. Eddie McCluskey, he had his, so it was a... A fine representation of TRS shorts. So again, as always, get your shorts on, folks. We've there's there's three figures of shorts being posted out across around the world. So show us your shorts, folks, eh? So we can let let the, the good people uh, know of them, eh? So there you go. Very good. Well, as Cal oh. says, we're drying up here, so we'll maybe we'll wrap it up. But listeners, have a good couple of weeks. Um, if you're doing, if you, yeah, if you're doing the X Trail this weekend, Ultra X, sorry, have a great race. Say hello to Kyle, cheer him on, go and have a beer with him at the campsite. Um, make oh, sure he's okay. Look at, I don't look know if I'm taking beer, but I'm taking beer. Nice, good Probably lad. Get disqualified, <laughs> like, but <laughs> so look, after, look after Kyle. Back. See him at the... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and yet, same for the 10, 10k champs. Have a good run. We'll uh, look forward to debriefing after that and say hello. Uh, yeah, but. Otherwise, um, we'll leave you with the dulcet tones of Ali McIver. See you later.
And that's a wrap.